Hello, greetings from the UP Vargas Museum. This is Michael, and you are listening to Vargas on Air. If this is your first time here, we would like to extend to you our warmest welcome. Our podcast features essays on paintings from the Vargas Collection on view at the main gallery of the museum. These essays, written by Pristine de Leon and Ryan Reyes, are excerpts from the upcoming publication of the museum, The Vargas Collection, Art and Filipiniana. The Vargas Collection was donated by Jorge B. Vargas, the country's first executive secretary who served under Commonwealth President Manuel L. Quezon. The collection found its home at the University of the Philippines, Diliman. With this podcast, we hope that you will learn something new and gain insights and lessons as we take you deep into the artworks of significant painters in Philippine art history. For our pilot episode, we feature the essay for Simon Flores' Primeras Letras, Learning to Read. Primeras Letras, translated as first letters, depicts a mother and her child reading by the light of late afternoon. Beside them, a thick-tailed mutt curls in its sleep. There is a palpable calm pervading this domestic interior, as though these postures could only be interrupted when the light from the window wanes. The passage of time is marked by an almanac or a calendar on a wall post. The mother wears an attire typical of the 1890s. A versatile paniello, draped over a wide-sleeved camisa, and a long brightly colored saya. Her full figure is situated against a meticulous rendering of interior details. Nails drive the bamboo to the floor beams, and wood patterns on the wall open to a view outside where young banana plants grow in clusters. Scenes that register the quiet and the quotidian, in this case, where the importance of the event relies not on grand movements, but on the silent acts of reading and learning, found early articulation in the works of Simon Flores. Primeras Letras was among the genre works he painted before gaining recognition as a portraitist. It is also, along with Feeding the Chickens, among the few surviving genre paintings from the 19th century that reflects the legacy of the academic style mixed with homegrown intelligence. Flores trained at the Academia de Debujo y Pintura. Its establishment, with considerable support from the Queen of Spain, introduced paintings by Bartolomé Esteban Murillo, Giuseppe de Ribera, and Diego Velázquez, which confirmed the rigor of fulsome rendering. Flores' penchant for situating the human subject against evocative space was an exercise in perspective and symmetry and in creating volumes and tonalities in relation to a specific source of light. Further sustaining the depiction of everyday life was the secularization of art decreed by the King of Spain. Painters no longer bound to their religious repertoire drew from common chores. Notwithstanding this shift away from the ecclesiastical iconography, the mother in Primeras Letras her head bowed in a gesture akin to prayer, summons the mother-and-child motif, 
and has drawn comparisons to the Madonna, receiving grace in earlier paintings. This conveys a range of idealizations of the woman, chastity, charm, and charisma. To assign the largest space to women performing a task was perhaps Flores's way of investing the allegedly ordinary and the minor with substantial discursive weight. The painting may have also responded to an ethos that overlooked the education of women. The 1890s saw the opening of non-sectarian schools that made available normal and secondary education. Primeras Letras, however, locates learning in a domestic sphere, presided over by the maternal figure, and foregrounds her role as a child's first mentor. It seems to suggest that, within the small space shared between them, reading, as the critical act of knowing, unfolds. At this point, we read a reflection by one of our UP Vargas Museum's work-from-home interns, Sean Carballo, on Simone Flores' work in the context of interior spaces specifically inhabited by women then and now. A crucial part of Simone Flores' work is the framing of the mother as teacher, first teacher even. This goes alongside the tradition of women who are taught primarily in the domestic setting to do tasks such as cooking, sewing, cleaning, and the like. A turning point or shift in the perspective of women as learners of the domestic trade came through in the letter of the women of Malolos to the Spanish governor-general. José Rizal greatly admired the quest of the women for education. His Excellency, the Governor-General of the Philippines. Your Excellency, we, the undersigned women and others, to hereby present and petition with due respect to your excellency the following desirous of knowing the rich spanish language stimulated and grateful for your generous spirit in spreading in the country the knowledge of the castilian language and unable to learn it in the schools of manila some because of the pressing circumstances in which they find themselves and others because their economic duties prevent them from studying during the day. We humbly request, Your Excellency, that we be granted a night school in the home of an old relative of ours, where we shall attend classes accompanied by our mothers to receive lessons in Spanish grammar under a Latin professor who will be paid by us. This professor has given proof of his ability to teach Spanish in a short time. Progress has been observed among his private pupils, while on the other hand, without any desire to offend them in their work, we must say that the other teachers of the town have not obtained, until now, positive results. It is a favor that we are sure we shall obtain from your well-known generosity. May God keep your precious life in many years. Women of Malolos, 1888 Much like Simon Flores's Primeras Letras, where intimacy and privacy are enshrined through the everyday interior of the home, the past year's events have forced many of us to retreat and face our own inner landscapes day after day. In the isolation of lockdown, the work is a lingering reminder of the dignity of the allegedly ordinary, as Pristine de Leon writes in the essay. 
the disclaimer is there because the things we deem ordinary can often be sources of profound insight or things which reveal to ourselves something as of yet undiscovered. Activities which in hindsight are formative and revelatory, whether it is reading, cooking breakfast, taking a walk by yourself. These moments of the quiet and the quotidian, the work wants to tell us, are the moments we live for. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you learned something new today. Catch your next episode soon. For more updates about the UP Vargas Museum, follow us on our social media pages, vargasmuseum.upd on Facebook, and at UP Vargas Museum on Instagram and Twitter, and Vargas UP Diliman on YouTube for uploads of our online events. Check our posts with the hashtag, hashtag VargasMuseumVirtualMode for our regular online programs, featuring other artworks from the Vargas Collection through online mini-exhibitions, downloadable modules, and interactive activities. You can also visit our website at vargasmuseum.wordpress.com. Once again, this is Michael, and thank you for listening to Vargas On Air.